1: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to give a quick little update on our Supercoach side, as it stands at the end of round 21. Uh, Last week, you might remember we did this same podcast last Monday, and I sat here and said, oh, I think I'll go up a few a thousand spots or so, and I went down 500. So I was pretty hesitant to jump behind the mic before uh, lockout was over today. But we did have a somewhat positive result. Definitely wasn't a negative result, uh, but a somewhat positive. I, I was hoping we'd go up a little bit more than what we did. Uh, But after last week, it was refreshing to just go up a little bit. So we went up 125 spots, which puts our season rank at 4,634. But I think this week was a big week as far as the money that I freed up and the things that fell my way that are going to allow me to make some big moves over the next few weeks. I think I'm going to look back at round 21, and I think it is going to be a pretty important one at the end of the day. Uh, The great Timmy Williams, he beat me this week. I've beaten him, I think, three weeks on the trot now uh, to jump in front of him. Uh, He beat me this week. So going into last week, I was sitting with a buffer of 177 points. Uh, Timmy managed to wrangle that in by about 50 points. So now... I'm only in front of Timmy by 119 points, which puts my season rank at 4,634. I'm just going to get Tim's exact rank up, but I believe uh, he is sitting at a just the low six thousands. Yeah, so 6,144. Only 119 Supercoach points that are separating us, so it is going to be a wild wild run home. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I believe Timmy now has six trades left. I think he made two on the weekend. Uh, So that's sort of where my advantage lies at the moment. I have got 10 trades left. I think Timmy's got six. I'll have to uh, catch up with him and work out exactly what that is, but I'm pretty sure uh, that's where he's sitting at the moment. So that's where my big advantage will be that I have got these... um, Sorry, I just had a minor heart attack there. I looked up at my team and it only said eight trades, but of course I've already made my trades for this week. So I do have 10 left. I think Timmy's only got six. So it's four more trades I've got up my sleeve. Uh, so yeah, Timmy gained a bit of ground on me this week, uh, but we'll talk about it more on Beers and Break Evans on Wednesday. But I think uh, a lot of things fell Timmy's way this week as far as Brian Toe finally did delivered and look to be fair Timmy's always had Brian Toe and he's a very good super coach player Um, the other one was well the big one was Tyrone Peachy obviously Isaac Tungo got ruled out I know a lot of you were very keen on Isaac Tungo and brought him in so that would have been a real kick in the dick for a lot of you especially those of you that actually sold uh, Tyrone Peachy so that would have really sucked for some of you out there and it probably would have sunk you to some extent because it was uh, bigger points there that you could have missed out on a price rise as well that you could have missed out on Uh, so really tough and you know Pile that in with Jacob Preston being ruled out as well. Uh, Late, that makes it very tough. You would have known that morning if you listened to the podcast that he was going to be ruled out, uh, but... Geez, it wasn't much you could do by that point with not too many games left. So yeah, Timmy wrangled in a little bit on me, 119 points, a nice little buffer to have. Uh, he's going to have, have to have a pretty good week to be able to get me in one week. So it's probably going to be a two week thing for Timmy to be able to wrangle me in. But uh, yeah, very very interesting our teams <clears throat> as of this week. They're going to be even more different because I'm going to make a couple of moves. So just to remind a few guys what I did last week. As I said, I took the opportunity in round 21 when Latrell got ruled out to make some moves that were free up cash. So I uh, I managed to use some of my trades and really take advantage of them. So the first one I do was I took Jacob Little and I nuffed him out. Um, of course, most of them buyers now left the club. So you might see Little actually playing 80 minutes, but still, I think I would rather have, well, I would rather have that 320K that I nuffed him out for. So I took from the West Tigers, Rua, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but he was 18th man for New Cup last week. So I'm pretty confident we don't see him in first grade in front of Appy, Talon De Silva or Jake Simpkin. So I'm happy enough him. I'm just going to run with Harry Grant. Is Harry Grant doing well? No, not really but which hookers are. Damien Cook's probably the only other one that I would look at or consider. And I think uh, if you're going to get Damien Cook, I think this is the week to get him with that West Tigers matchup coming up this weekend. But I'm just going to run with Harry Grant. I think that all the serious players already have Harry Grant and will I think they'll be too scared to not play him next week. So I'm just going to run with Harry Grant. Timmy said last week, yeah, but what it, you know, don't enough because if Harry Grant gets injured, you're fucked. And I'm like yeah, sure, but I can just trade Harry Grant to anyone else. If he gets injured or he's out, I will just trade him to a different hooker. I've got an enough trades to be able to do that. So that's a bit of a risk I'm taking with Harry Grant. And I've made that decision because I, I just don't see any of the hookers being worthwhile getting. I know Timmy's got Blake Braley. I mean, he scored the same as Harry Grant last weekend, uh, 36 points. And that's always been my worry with Blake Braley that he has got that lo- those lows in him. Harry Grant has them too, but I think all the hookers have it right now. Damien Cook's probably the most consistent guy. Uh, but I just I, I, I just don't think uh, Damien Cook's going to end my season, you know what I mean? I just don't think he's going to blow up like that. So I'm happy to run with just Harry Grant as my hooker and I'll make a move if I need to. The other move I made was that I traded out Molotalo, uh, because I thought he was going to lose a bit of money, which he did. To be fair, but he did he did score a try and do well on the weekend, um, so maybe could have held him. But I moved uh, him on, uh, so I made that decision to move him on to Campbell Graham, who came in and got a sixty-seven. Campbell Graham's a guy that I'm very very happy to have for the run home, and I I think a lot of people out there who are low on trades aren't going to be able to grab him. So I'm hoping that him and Ty Munro can have a big finish to the season. Pretty confident I'll be playing both of them this weekend against the West Tigers. Uh, so yeah, that's what I did. I freed up money to Jacob Little. I took Mulatalo. I moved him to Campbell Graham. The option was to go Mulatalo or Sifatalakai. I made the decision to go Mulatalo because he would lose more cash. Thankfully, by the time we got to Sunday afternoon, Craig Fitzgibbon didn't even use Sifatalakai, So he was meant to lose a heap of cash as well, and he didn't actually lose it. So that worked out absolutely perfectly for me uh, that Talakai didn't play. He just held his value about 630k and it actually freed me up to make some huge moves. The other big thing that happened for me on the weekend was that Phoenix Crossland, another good game. Um, I think he scored 58. His break-even was minus six, so he went up to 570k or something. So uh, it means that the moves that I was able to make this week uh, were very different to what I was expecting. So originally I made those moves thinking, okay, no matter how much money Clint Gutherson loses, I'll be able to move him to Latrell which will be good as gold, and then I can move Phoenix to Cody Walker. It will be tight, but I think I'll be okay. And that's why I freed out that money to Jacob Little to make sure of it. Now, what happened on the weekend was that Clint Gutherson had a high break even, but he ended up scoring 115. So he got pretty close to squaring up James Sinesco. Now, I didn't expect Gutho to do overly well in that game, uh, but he did. So he didn't really lose that much cash. He lost $12,000, so he's still above 900 k So I was thinking all day yesterday, okay, Gutho did well, that's fine. I will just be able to move Gutho to Latrell, and we'll be good as gold. Um, ever since lockout, I had a look at my team. And because I freed up that money from Jacob Little, I've actually managed to get Latrell and Cody Walker in without Moving Gutho. So I've still got this huge amount of money sitting on the head of Clint Gutherson, which is 900K. So next week... A big play of grabbing like a Scott Drinkwater or it could be a James Tedesco. You know, There's so many options. I've got Caleb Ponga as well, um, so I could hypothetically move him to fullback. I could grab a 5'8", Cam Munster, Dill Brown, one of these guys. My other option is that I could also move KP to fullback. I could move Joey Manu to 5'8", and I could bring in essentially any CTW that I want as well. So I've got plenty of options there. Tino's another guy that I do want over the next few weeks. Uh, so as soon as he comes back, I'll be bringing Tino in straight away because I think he's going to have a big, big finish for the Gold Coast Titans this year. If you have a look at how he finished last season, played huge monster minutes there. So I'm happy to grab Tino. Payne Haas another one I wouldn't mind getting, but if I'm getting Tino and I've got Tapane and Horsburgh, I'm sort of okay to run without him, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Ruben Garrick is another guy that I considered moving on, but uh, I'm really happy with what he's doing at the moment. I think I'm going to hold on to him. Manly looked really good yesterday. Um, 69 points he scored there. He's going to kick, like he, he didn't even get to you know, kick goals in good conditions yesterday. Val Holmes got sin-binned and did sweet FA in that game and still scored 50. So really, really happy with where my team is sitting at the moment. So this week, um, I will be trading... Phoenix Crossland to Cody Walker. Very happy to make that move. And then, you know, all assuming that Latrell Mitchell does play this weekend, I'll be going Sifitalakai to Latrell Mitchell. So good that he held on to his cash. That'll leave me with $80,000 in the bank uh, for next week where I'll have eight trades left. And there's a very, very good chance uh, that I actually don't make any trades next week. Very good chance that I don't make any trades. The only one I would consider... Um, heading into round 23, would be moving Gutho on to someone else. Uh, but in saying that, Gutho plays the St. George of the Warrior Dragons that weekend, so I'm probably happy to hold him for that game as well. Um, so, fuck, yeah, it might be me making more moves later on after that. I'm not too sure which direction I'm going to go. Uh, but, yeah, plenty of options here. Got plenty of trades up our sleeve. The Warriors have the buy this week as well, which is huge. Uh, the only Warrior I have is Tohu Harris. So I think there will be a lot of people above me that have made big moves over the last few weeks bringing in Tohu Harris, uh, sorry, not Torhu Harris, bringing in Sean Johnson, bringing in DWZ uh, that probably still have chance equal clock start. So with all those guys missing, it will be a good opportunity for me uh, to probably make up some ground this weekend. If, if I have a good weekend or if not, it'll that this Warriors game, like it might force people to make rash decisions and trade SJ, DWZ, these sort of guys for other fellas. Uh, but realistically the Warriors and their run home, if you're one of those guys that owns them, I would just give away a few points this week and I would back him in for that run home because they've been tremendous so far. Uh, But for me personally, I'm going to back in the pedigree of Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines. I don't think I'm going to go to Sean Johnson. DWZ I would seriously consider, um, especially for that New Zealand Warriors game versus the Titans in round 23. That one becomes very interesting and very appealing. Uh, But yeah, I've got to work out who's going to be my next big gun to bring in. If I look at my two RFs, I've got Fafita, Hopgood, Bateman, Nicaragua, Harris, I've obviously got a lot of jewels that I can move around between Tohu Harris, Jack and Joe Tapané, Corey Horsburgh. Um Jack DeBellin in a few weeks, he will turn into Tino or Payne Haas, one of those guys. Uh, I've just got to work out how I'm going to make that work and what moves I'll make there. But, yeah, those are the guys I'm looking to bring in. Very happy with my CTWs. Uh, hopefully, Ty Munro, he can have a good game this weekend because I'm going to play him. I'm actually thinking very early here, and I'm going to talk to Tim about it and get his thoughts. But at the moment, I'm looking at my squad for round 22. Uh, Val Holmes, he plays the Titans, so he's definitely a play. I think Reuben Garrick against the Dragons, definitely a play. I think he's a potential VC or captain option, to be honest with you. Um, Campbell Graham against the Titans. I guess he's a must play. I think Ty Munro is a play as well. So my next two guys are Greg Marshew and Joey Marno. I think I'm only going to play one of them this week. So I need to work out. Do I want to play Marshew against the Canberra Raiders? Or do I want to play Joey Manu against the Broncos at the Gabba. And to be honest with you, I'm leaning towards playing Greg Marcio. I think I might leave Joey Manu on my extended bench this week. So what it would look like at the moment, I would run with Harry Grant as my hooker. Uh, I've got my Nuff as my other hooker, who I wouldn't reserve. I'm going to run with Corey Horsburgh and Joe tappanay in the front row uh, with Jack DeBellin and Frank Pelle as non-reserves on my bench. Then I am thinking uh, for Fafita, Hopgood, Bateman, Nikera, they I'll pick three of those four in my back row for this weekend. Uh, I, obviously, Brit Nicola had a pretty poor game on the weekend. Supercoach was only scored 36, but he's shown a lot of pedigree for a long time. And coming up against the Panthers side, I think he'll get through a lot of work. So I've got to make a decision if I play him or if I play Johnny Bateman against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. My only fear with Johnny Bateman is that he could spend a lot of time standing behind the sticks. If the South Sydney Rabbitohs really turn it on and Latrell's playing, very worried about how the West Tigers go in that game. So that's one decision I'll have to make. I've got Fainu on my 2RF bench that I won't use, and Tohu Harris who I won't use. He's obviously got the bye. Then my halves. I've got Nate Cleary and Nico Hines. I'm happy to lock them in for the run home. They actually play each other this week. So it takes away... So this week, for, for me anyway, if you're if you're someone that doesn't own Nathan Cleary, your captain's options become very interesting because if you don't own Nathan Cleary, you probably own Sean Johnson. You're probably not going to captain Hines against the Penrith Panthers. So it's a big opportunity for Nathan Cleary owners to jump ahead there. Uh, Calen Ponga, and Cody Walker will be my 5'8". So, Cody Walker is another guy that I will seriously consider for a captain option. A little bit nervous how he's going to go with Latrell Mitchell on the side. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll see how that all plays out during the week. Then I've got a couple of guys on my bench who I also think are potential captain options. Sorry, in my CTW is Reuben Garrick. I think you have to seriously consider him against the St. George of Dragons. Val Holmes against the Titans. I think that'll be a pretty high-scoring affair. The Cowboys looking sensational at the moment. He did fuck all and got Sinbin on the weekend and scored 50. So without that it probably would have been a 65 to 70 point score and he still didn't really do too much. Uh, Campbell Graham and Ty Munro there. And then my fullbacks at the moment, Clint Gutherson and Latrell Mitchell. I think Gutho will probably... I I said he'd lose money last week. He didn't really end up losing all that much. He probably will lose a little bit this week against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, But in saying that, Melbourne haven't been overly impressive. So if Gutho can just get me 70 or 80 there, I'd be stoked. And I'm also holding Gutho for this week and for next week because I think that matchup... In round 23 will be pretty juicy. The one against the St George Illawarra Dragons at Combank Stadium. I think the Parramatta Eels with Dill Brown and all that back could put on a bit of a score there. So Gutho is probably going to stay in my team a little bit longer than what I thought. I think I will probably trade him at the end of round 23, which he'll still be at worst 800k, but I think it'll be a little bit more than that. And then I've got to make the decision who I move to, uh, and that's where I might be able to go for a little of a, a little bit of a pod play, maybe like a Will. Campbell. Kennedy. Um, I don't know. I've got to work even Charnes is a guy that's appealing. Uh, James Tedesco could be another one as well. Jesus, uh, if Ryan Pappenhausen's back by then, I could go for a huge fucking pod play there. I don't think I've got the balls to do that, uh, but that could be interesting. But yeah, some of the matchups in round 23 and round 24, some of my key guys uh, I think are going to be in for big games there. Some guys that aren't hugely owned either, like Clint Gutherson. As I said, I think a lot of people will look to move Gutho on uh, either last week or this week because he has got that buy coming up in that key last Round, um, So yeah, plenty. I've got so many options up my sleeve here and so many different moves that I can make. Very interested to see what Tim does this week. I'm obviously bringing in Latrell and Cody. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to afford to bring Latrell in, but... I would assume with how the weekend played out and with Tyrone Peachy coming and everything, I think Tim will find a way to do it. So hopefully he can bring Latrell in as well. Obviously, we both missed out on it last year. So hopefully we can get on the train this year and he can really light it up. But yeah, Caelan Ponger at the moment, he's sort of been the difference for me. Uh, he's been killing it. KP and Greg Mars, you've been two really good gets for me. Campbell Graham, I'm really hoping that he can keep his form up. Uh, if he has a very good back end to this season, which I believe he will, uh, you've obviously got round 20... Two, this week, he plays the West Tigers. Round 23, uh, he plays the Sharkies, who are still conceding points left, right, and centre, realistically. And he gets to go up against that left edge for the Sharks. So I love that. Uh, and then round 24, um, South Sydney play the Dragons. So I, I really do think that the next three weeks are going to be really South Sydney heavy. I think Ty Munro scores a lot of points over the next few weeks. I think he's a genuine player. I'll be playing him over, um, you know, an out now out gun of Mars who, Manu, Val Holmes or Garrick on some of those weeks. So, yeah, really excited about where it's heading. Really happy with where I'm sitting. Got, you know, still got eight trades after this week. So 10 going into this week. Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell come in. The big decision this week is who do I captain? Who do I put the armband on? So many really good options. I think I've got, you know four to five guys that could go 100 plus this weekend. Uh, so yeah, interesting times. Can you see what Timmy does? Guys, if you are a Supercoach classic fan or you just enjoy the banter of me and Timmy, we will be back on Wednesday. We'll be on YouTube 3 p.m. in the afternoon and then we'll be on the podcast a little bit later that night. So make sure you come and join me and Timmy. I think he's flying pretty high at the moment after he caught up to me a little bit on the weekend. Probably not as much as what what he would have liked but he still has wrangled in a number of points there which I probably didn't think he'd do and the weekend started. So next few weeks are going to be huge. That rivalry is going to really, really heat up and we'll see who takes it home on beers and break.